0: We are now weeks away from the session 2023. January 13th, 15th at London Heathrow. And if you've never been to the session before, I'm going to give you three reasons why you should come to this one. Number one, it is the easiest convention in the UK to get to. Whether you're flying in or driving in, it is so easy. Uh, But really, that's not the real reasons. Number two and three are why you should come. Number two is because we have the best lineup we've ever had before, including and winners, including Richard Turner, Nick DeFat, and so many more. And number three is it's the best hangout of any magic convention i've ever been to we call it the session because everybody sessions including all of the magic legends that will be there can't wait to see you in january 2023 at london heathrow the session vanishingincmagic.com hello and welcome to this week's episode of the insider brought to you as usual by vanishing inc my guest today is danish and does magic and is danish it's morten Christensen. morten how are you
1: I'm great. I'm
0: happy to be here. We're happy to have you here. Um, I've got some fun facts about Denmark for you uh, that you need to confirm or deny. Okay? okay. Fact number one, there is no word for please in Danish. Uh,
1: there is, so, sort of, but so, not directly, directly.
0: Okay, explain. Explain the fact.
1: Uh, yeah, we don't use the word please as you would in English, but you there's, you can say something like that.
0: Okay, perfect. So, second 12nd one, second one, let's see. Uh, Danish pastries actually come from Vienna. Probably. Okay. Fact three, the dog, the Great Dane, is not Danish. No, probably not. And finally, and this is the one I love the best, if you are unmarried... By your twenty-fifth birthday, yep. your friends and family can throw cinnamon at you.
1: Yep, that's a thing.
0: There we go. They
1: <laughs> do it. They tie people up to poles in the street and they throw cinnamon at them.
0: And why not? Yep. So there's uh, there's my four Danish facts, and uh, I think that's a brilliant start to the podcast. What's your magic <laughs> origin story, Morton? You have twenty two seconds.
1: Uh, always loved magic. Uh, somebody at school showed me a magic trick. I. Showed to my dad. He told me that the biggest magic shop in Scandinavia was right next to a house, basically. And I, I started coming there, and now I work there.
0: Ah, how wonderful! Um, tell us about the magic scene in Denmark. Obviously, in my head, you're just hanging out with Rune Clan all day, eating bacon. Um, is, is that is that fair? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: no, there's, there's a there's a magic community. It's, it's not that big because the country's not that big, but it's. Uh, it's very lovely, and Rune is one of my close friends, which I hang out with a lot and uh, work on his stuff. He helps with my stuff, so it's a it's a tight community. And also because, as I said, I work in the the magic shop, so I'm I'm in the center of all magic in Denmark.
0: It'll, you're the epicenter, and yep. everything it revolves around you. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Um, you've extensively studied art and photography, right? Really? So I heard in my okay. in my research, unless it's another Morton Christensen,
1: who, who says that <laughs>
0: the internet said it, so it has to be true. Okay. What I want to know is how that study has impacted or affected your magic
1: i'm 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 not sure this is me you're talking about.
0: It's not you. it's a different you
1: maybe okay i, I haven't studied do, do, that do you like
0: do you like art or photography?
1: Yeah. Lovely. And
0: if you, if you had studied it, do you think it would have uh, impacted your magic?
1: Uh, sure.
0: Perfect. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> you've um, you've recently... There's another one online. Um, you've, you've recently won, obviously, the Comedy Award at FISM. Congratulations. Thank and you. here's what Craig Mitchell wrote on the Genie Forum. Comedy. The standout act. Pure gold. Rick Merrill-esque of a forgetful performer bordering on the autistic spectrum who has note cards to remind him of what to do. Socks and watches vanish throughout. Comedy magic that is actually magical. Who would have thought, prize winner right here. Bravo. And he called it correctly, and you did indeed win the prize. Would you say Craig's observations about your character are right or fair?
1: No, that's really fair i read that before i won and was very happy with the review and just the fact that people were so nice to me uh and uh yeah I, I'm, I'm glad he saw it that way and it was also weird because in two of those two people that mentioned it but i i have autism so it's very strange ah. that it's that maybe they say like they say it or write it as a joke but it that's true. I have autism and that has affected my life and the way I perform and think magic. So that I just thought was funny. That. that oh, how
0: interesting.
1: It, it shines through a little bit in my character, which yeah. is great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole thing about your magic character being you turned up a bit yeah. actually is, is accurate it's in this like case. I,
1: my the My acrophism is very uh, nervous and, oh, I forgot. And, oh, uh, card trick, what should I do? But that's also how I am in real life I'm very nervous meeting new people being new places so that is just my character so when I walked on stage at FISM and said oh I'm a little bit nervous and sometimes I forget what I'm doing that is true and which is the greatest way to hide that I was nervous just by telling them oh I'm really nervous
0: of course of course (laughs) has the how has the autism impacted your magic has it helped or hindered do you think uh,
1: i like to think it's it's helped uh but also like i've only lived my life with autism so i don't know how let's say normal people see life of
0: course but it, it
1: has impacted my life in that way that i i have went to like schools for special needs children to uh-huh. children to get help and just to live life and then i found magic which i was very passionate about and it it has helped me give me a, a purpose and something to do, and I'm very good at it, and I can sit down and focus on it, on details that maybe all people would totally ignore, but because of how my brain works, that is just something I find interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to ask, whether it gave you a, a different it, focus mode yeah. You yeah. Know, to a normal yes. person. <laughs> I don't really want to use the word normal. No, you but, can. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> now, you've not released the video of your performance no. yet are you okay for us to discuss it in a little bit of uh, detail yeah. sure yeah?
1: not too smartly but yes
0: yeah, yeah 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 so how did you come up with the idea for the act because obviously the thought of having cues on cards yeah. has been touched on by other magicians with Chad Long and, and Simon Aronson and people like that have you but you've taken that idea and moved in a very different yeah. direction so what was your inspiration for, for uh, the act
1: oh my big inf- in, in inspiration and you mentioned it chad long and i after fizzle i wrote him a long message i, I know chad a little bit we write uh, over instagram and i wrote him a message just saying that like his trick now look here i think it's called yes. what, what inspired me 10 years ago uh, and just saying thank uh, th- uh, thank uh, thank you to him because I'm a big fan and and uh, and that was the trick that started having note cards of saying oh look here look here look here and so that was what I then just played with for years and 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 uh, I used it in a couple of competitions and and just there was just a fun uh, way of moving the plot forward of saying oh I usually forget what I'm doing but I've made some notes. Oh Look Look in sock. Okay, I forgot making that note, but let's have a look. And then that became the script, the comedy, the, the plot points and all of that. And I turned it into what is now my fism act.
0: So you said 10 years. Is that really how yeah. long it's been in development? Uh,
1: some of that is because that was where I, I saw Chad's trick. Right. And, and my act, some of it is from when I was 13, 14, 15. I'm 26 now. Um, so it is. It's I used in in like junior competitions, and uh-huh. so uh, some of it is very very old, and it's something I've I've kept coming back to uh, over the years, and and uh, so a lot of the magic in my Act is something that's pretty practical, and I've used for years in comedy clubs, in competitions, wherever, um, and then I before Physm added a couple of things to make it more competition uh, friendly. Um, but it's something I've been working on for years
0: so at what point I'm interested in the journey from when you decided to that you wanted to enter FISM to winning it so yeah. what point when did you decide that you wanted to take that act to FISM? Um,
1: really a long time ago because I've always loved competitions because we there was a junior uh, convention here in Denmark which my boss organised and uh, where there was competitions, and I just thought that when you meet, go to a, a club meeting or a convention, you would you show your new stuff, and that's I've always used conventions as the deadline of having new stuff to show, and I do that every year at the session. I am in the lobby, hanging out, showing new stuff. Um, so so competition and showing people my my stuff has always been a part of me, and I loved every time every three years seeing Fizzum videos people putting up their film video of their best seven, eight minutes they have. Uh, I always loved that. Um, and just seeing this is the best performers in the world. And I never thought I could like compete at it when I was uh, 14, 15, 16. Um, but always like, oh, if I, oh, if I could, I really wanted to just to be like, av- like just if I could be part of the competition, not, not winning it, just be good enough to, to compete. And then, uh, so I've always wanted to do that, and I consider it uh, last fism. But I didn't really want to and wasn't ready. And then uh, when it was going to be in uh, Canada, I I thought, okay, this this now I'm gonna do it. And because of the COVID, and it was it was postponed for a year, I was a little bit like, nah, maybe maybe that's not my thing anymore. Um, and then I had a friend or a good friend who told me like, no, come on, you need to do it. You need to do it. You 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 have a chance, and there's no there's. Uh, and maybe two or three people ever from Denmark who has competed at FISM. Right. So so finally, when there's one that has a chance, I think he was like, you have to go. and, and You owe it
0: to Denmark.
1: Yeah, a little bit. So, <laughs> so, so a couple of my friends went with me and uh, really pushed me to actually do it. Uh, and because I had the act, I won the Danish championship, the Nordic championship. So... I was like, yeah, I should do this. it." Had always, it has always been a dream. Uh, so just being, it was my first FISM. I'd never been to FISM before. Um, and it was, it was amazing. And I, I, I'm i still overwhelmed with people uh, like saying nice things and, wa- and wanting to talk to me. And I can't believe I won the thing I've been looking up to my whole life. Um, so that's strange still. <laughs>
0: yeah, sure, but wonderful the act is full of uh, lots of very clever callbacks that you yep. set something up at the beginning that then gets referenced later on.
1: Yes.
0: When you start to think of an act in that way, how do you start to build those callbacks? Do you think of one thing, say, the sock vanishing, yep. and work backwards, or do you think more holistically from the very beginning?
1: Um, I, A little bit of both. Uh, it... Uh, so some of it is very old, and and just the premise of the note cards and the sock and everything uh, was the skeleton. And then I uh, the act is full of misdirection moments. Basically, I don't do any magic myself; it just happens. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so that was also the, the criteria that I cannot do anything that looks like magic. Uh, that because some pretty. Uh, cool magic happens but it, it just happens I don't do anything um, so that was that was the way I, I got into it like okay so what could I do now and and I didn't also I didn't want to like use like uh, any props I wanted to use what I had I had a day of cards because that was the character I'm gonna show mm-hmm. a card trick and my my person like what what do I have on me um, and so it became very natural that, okay, then I can do something with my, with my clothing, then I can do something with the cart, the chair that I have. And then it just slowly evolved. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I do something with my watch and then it, then it, it seemed natural to do, try to do something more or get a call back in later. And so just slowly evolved uh, through those criteria I set up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very clever. Um, I, I want to ask you one question that you don't have to answer and we can edit out if you think it's, it's, it's inappropriate or unnecessary. But I'm just curious because I was shocked by it in a way. There's a bit where you flash the back of the chair. Yeah. And before you flash the back of the chair, I'd assumed there was sneakiness. At the back of the chair, which meant that you couldn't show the back of the chair. Okay. <laughs> so was it was it deliberate that you flashed the back of the chair not having anything on it? Was that a, like a, ah, ha, 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 I know what you're thinking. Nah, idiot magicians. <laughs> no. Or no, no or not.
1: It was it was not, never set up to be like ha You thought because to be honest, I didn't even think that you would assume the chair. Oh yeah, no,
0: uh, interesting, right? No, I wasn't suggesting the character would no, go no. aha, no, 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 but no. just do you know what I mean. You just when you when you're when people think you're palming a card and you just gesture to to yeah. show that you're not. Do you know what I mean? No,
1: it, even though yes, my chair does something. I I would never think that it was magicians would be like oh it does something and then it was me saying aha it didn't but no the the me flashing the bank chair is again something to help the plot get uh, get forward so so that was that was just because it was there <laughs> okay that's that's really
0: interesting <laughs> um because it's obviously gone on for so long i imagine that you've had many uh, friends help you with the act but who we, who were you working with, assuming you were working yep. with people, to get it Physm ready? Who was the, the, the people that were helping you there?
1: I have two very good friends uh, called Mess and Frederick, uh, who uh, lives close to me and is the magicians I show everything to. I Every time I have something small idea, they will look at it because uh, they Mess doesn't really perform, but he's a really great uh, thinker and uh, mm-hmm. knows a lot of magic, and Frederick is like a is a really good performer in, in in the like more standard magician way where i like to do competitions and maybe do a little bit extra work to get something ready and um, so they're really, really great to work with and they have just been helping me watching the act and at one point we were like using a whole afternoon to to, to, uh, to work out the most natural way to uh, to hold a sock with an orange <laughs> and so because that is a moment in the act that, that's pretty important. So just how do I stand naturally with this, this prop? Um, so that, that, uh, that's how I've done it. Method-wise, they, they gave some good pointers saying, oh, you could do this and you could do that, and then I built it and make it happen. Um, so those guys, I show everything. And then right before FISM, uh, my good friend Rune Clan, uh, as I said, I work a lot with him, and he was like, bring the act, uh, he lives a little bit further away, and was, bring the act and we'll just go through it a whole day. And uh, showing, I showed him a couple of times some of the new stuff, and, and uh, that was very n- great and important because it was maybe a month before FISM needed needing, uh, to get like really ready. And some of the stuff I was nervous about, f- I fooled him, like, be- because of the misdirection, which was really nice because I was like, oh, I'm so worried this is not going to fly, and fooling my friend was great. Um, so, uh, so Rune and and and, and Frederick and are some people I show a lot of stuff to to, uh, because they 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 can both see it from the methods, but also I love being around people that will tell me, oh, you flashed, or that looks awkward because it's the I can't see the performance myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I think it's I think it's essential. Um, what was the hardest problem you had to solve in the act?
1: Um. Some, the chair was a little bit hard to, to get it to do all it does. It's not much, but it does a couple of things. And as you said, that I can flash it, and you maybe would assume I couldn't. Uh, so, uh, but also, one of the things Rune helped me with was, in my acting, we're, we're saying so many things about it, but in my act, my watch disappears. Mm-hmm. And um, I've done that done for years, and basically the method is I just take my watch off in misdirection so people don't see it. Uh, and I've been doing that for years. And um, and Rune was like, yeah, that will fly. They they'll, they will maybe backtrack it easily because they are magicians. Um, but maybe we could make it better because we were at that point, we're just making everything better. How and why could we uh, make everything better? And this is maybe... Three weeks before Fism, I found a way to make my watch disappear without just taking it off with both hands, but using only one hand in a a misdirection uh, place, Uh, which was great because it was because Rune was like, yeah, we can make it better and not just settling with the fact, yes, it'll fly. They won't see it, but... Yeah. and and that has just been the, the greatest. Like because it's really practical. It's something I use now in in both my act but also just in general because it's 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 great. Uh,
0: Is there a moment in the act that you're the most proud of?
1: Um, there's There's a moment in the act where I'm set up to call three different misdirection moments where I've, I've set everything up and at one point I can be like, what is going on? And then two or three things has happened in front of your eyes and you won't see it. I'm really proud of getting into that moment because I'm slowly setting it up like the few seconds before stealing something, ditching something, revealing something. And in that moment, I'm set up to make everything go wrong in the character's mind. <laughs> that I'm really proud of.
0: Fair. Fair. now look you you're annoyingly young and enthusiastic what what excites you about magic today apart from you winning FISM, obviously oh yeah yeah so that's so, quite exciting um
1: uh, i don't know like i i like magic but i also i also hate watching magic because a lot of magicians uh shouldn't be performers because we get into this um hobby and then it's just natural that you should be a performer which i don't think it is like i didn't start magic because i wanted to be a performer that came later um but I, I, I like when people do new stuff and they know who they are like i don't right now do as many gigs as my friends because i'm not that magician if you just mm-hmm. want to google magician i'm not the guy and um, so i'm really excited about people doing stuff they they know and they can and they are good at uh, I get really jealous when I see good mentalists because uh, even though that's not my cup of tea, but I can't do it. I, I, it's not in my uh, character. It's not, in my, like, it's not something I can pull off uh, right. even if I wanted to, but still like, they, they can get some emotions out of people that I can't. Um, right. So I'm really excited about the, the community and people doing stuff I can't.
0: Perfect. And conversely, what troubles you? about magic today if you could put some things from magic into room 101 and banish them forever yeah what what would you banish
1: uh, the, the, people that perform without uh, wanting to like because it's i don't get it how it's it was it's a hobby and they they, they like how is that the natural step oh you do magic let's can you do uh, performance my uh, birthday party like if I collected stamps, then I. <laughs> what the next step is not doing a lecture on stamps. So, <laughs> so it's it's weird that some something that it's 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 a hobby, it's a puzzle, it's a it's a toy we play with becomes. Oh, can you perform in front of people and be good at that? No, no. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah. That oh,
0: good. Okay, Morton. I'm giving you a magic time machine. Yeah. and you can go back in time and see any magicians from the past yeah. who you never got a chance to see perform. Yeah, where do you go, and who do you see?
1: Oh, I, uh, I probably wouldn't travel that far back in time because I really want to see Tom Molyneux perform, and I never got to see him. And he's he's my favorite magician, and I've seen his phizum act thousands of times, and I'm I was such a big fan, and uh, yeah, so to to some point where I could go to. Uh, the magic bar in Atlanta, that'll be, that'll be where I'll go.
0: But that's a good place to go, man, a good place to go. And uh, whilst you're back in Atlanta, seeing Malika, yeah. uh, do you think there's anything sneaky you'd do in the world to change the course of magic in the future?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh,
0: Okay, and as you're in the time machine, yeah. are you at all tempted, Morton? Are you, are you at all tempted to pop into the future and just have a glimpse to see what magic looks like in fifty or a hundred or a thousand years?
1: No, no, that uh, I uh, no, 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 I'm no, not. I will. That will probably change any, uh, change something. And I, I like being where I'm now and changing small things here and there. Uh, that, so, Yeah,
0: very good answer. Now you mentioned at the top about having new material for the lobby when you come to the session. Yeah. Um, uh, but you're coming to the session in January and you're going to be performing. Yes. Can you tell us what you're going to be doing?
1: Uh, it. I have, I've heard I'm doing a spot in the gala show where I'm assuming I'm doing my FISM act so people can see it. And then I'm doing a lecture, which I'm very excited about, uh, which is uh, uh, me doing, I, I don't know how the long lecture is, maybe an hour. And uh, I'm, Performing some of this stuff and uh, teaching it and trying to sneak in all of my thoughts on magic and performance and creativity and originality and all that stuff while still teaching people the secrets. Because I know magicians just want to sit down and get secrets. Just, oh, how did you do it? Okay, that's how. And then, So I will try to sneak in uh, some of, sneak in of my a bit. thinking in, uh, and, and try think. to change some magicians' minds while I teach them some silly tricks they probably haven't seen before.
0: Now, as shocking as this may seem, there are people listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube who have not been to the session before. I know. Can you describe what it's like for those poor souls that have never attended?
1: Oh, the session is the greatest convention. And, and that's easy for me to say because I've been there for years and I'm so glad I, I'll get the chance to perform and lecture. It's the greatest convention because it's there's... The, the, the jam session is part of it, that you're in the lobby and hanging out with people, and, and it, it's the, the showing each other stuff is part of the convention, the session. Uh, and it's just really well organized, and there's some great acts every year, and now I'm part of that, which is weird, I know, but still. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, even if I weren't performing.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Markobi is coming as well, so we've yes. got double double FISM yeah. uh, winners. And I was thinking of doing a sort of separate event of some kind of FISM cage match, where you two fight, and only yeah. one one person can be the victor, and the the other one has to has to go away. Are you are you prepared to to take on that challenge?
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'll probably forget, and he's also very forgetful. And humble. <laughs> we'll see if we'll remember, but <laughs> I'm ready for anything.
0: So apart from your lecture for the session, what else are you working on? How, has, how, how has, your, has your world changed since winning FISM?
1: Um Personally, it has. And also I've gotten a few offers from doing stuff that I... Like, like uh, uh, George and Josh and Andy was very nice to come up to me at, at FISM and, and want to book me for the session. And, and I've always wanted to do that. So that's very nice that they got a chance to see me do something in front of a lot of people. Uh, but I've also like, I've just been last week to Portugal because Luis de Matos had a, uh, a festival and I'm a huge fan of Luis de Matos. And he Who did not? <laughs> yeah, yes. He, he just wrote to me like, hey, we all know each other, but yeah, I think you're great. And then I went to Portugal and we became friends and it was amazing. So there's a few of those things where that is so wild that I I I work in the magic shop. I've seen all magic the last 10 15 years and 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 like to research and see everything I can and then suddenly I'm invited to go places with cool people that I admire which is amazing. So right now I'm I'm working on that and I'm trying to like make more stuff in English because Many people now have reached out and want to see some of my stuff, but I'm from Denmark, so most of my stuff is in Danish. So I'm trying to put together some uh, thing to put online that is in either subtitled in English or fully just a show in English and stuff like that. So, and then a Rune Clan is going on a little tour uh, in Denmark. So uh, I, the
0: Rune Clan doesn't go on little tours. No, does he? he
1: didn't. I know, but <laughs> this, this is the smallest one he's going on because he's making it more intimate. And I've, I've helped him, so I, I love doing that sort of work. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a couple of different things and trying to make it all happen.
0: Sounds very, very busy, Morton. We are out of time, but we always finish the show with four quick-fire questions. Are you ready? Yeah. Favourite pizza topping? Uh,
1: uh, um, chicken and potatoes. <laughs>
0: Okay. No judgment. There's no. You're in a safe. You're in a safe space, Morton. If you want chicken and potato on your pizza, you have chicken and potato (laughs) on your pizza. Favorite movie? I don't
1: know. uh, Catch me if you can.
0: Favorite person or people who make music? Uh, Bo Burnham. And finally, who would you rather fight? One massive Joshua or a hundred tiny Andes?
1: Hundred tiny Andes.
0: Boom. Morten Christiansen thank you so much for giving us your time today I really appreciate it and I look forward hugely to seeing you at the session in London in January
1: thank you me too